with the two or three uh, sessions that we already had, we've already seen customers that already were big fans of us say that we had no idea you did this. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and I focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James Carberry, and I am joined today, as always, by Sangram Vajray. Sangram, you've been talking about this topic a ton lately with you and I, kind of after our interviews. I'm really pumped to dive into it. Tell us what we're going to be talking about today. Hey man, you know, we, we talked about this whole uh, idea of customer obsession first. And, you know, to my surprise, at least, I realized that, well, it's not really a new topic. Even Jeff Bezos talked about that in his first shareholder letter in 1997. So clearly, it's not a new topic that uh, I may be just stumbling on it and people may be just overhyping it right now. But we really wanted to make it part of our rhythm, our culture, our process. So since December of this year, we have just taken as a company this idea of customer obsession to a whole new level. And we have just challenged challenged ourselves to have customer in the office and turn that into a program that I'm super excited about with what's happening with that and how we're thinking about it. And we love people's opinion and insight into it. I love it. I love it. So I, I think this is a phenomenal idea. I've heard you mention it the last few weeks. Do you want to just dive right in and, you know, talking about the motivation of it and then diving into what the program actually looks like? Sure, man. So the motivation really is that we started to feel that we are actually not a customer obsessed company as much as we like to say and like to think about it. And as you can imagine, that comes with a, you know, it's, it's pretty sad, right? To to recognize and realize that. And, and the reason is because we started to look at events as events are coming up and I started to look at, okay, which are the customers that will love to have speak at these events that we're going to go. And um, they're the same few, four or five customers. And I'm like, well, we have grown so much. We have like seven, 800 customers. Like what are the next stage customers that are becoming as good as these five, six customers that have been with us and have been speaking on behalf of us, our evangelists, our advocates, and they're crickets. So mm, um, yeah. we realized that we are missing something deeply there, James. Yeah. Yeah. So after realizing that you are missing the bar there, kind of what, what was the, the next step in, in bringing this program to, to the surface and, and making it a reality? Well, the first thing, you know, Spet and I, me, you know, my co-founder and I, we sat down today, jotted down a whole bunch of things and ideas that we all had as a company. We even had it at our executive team, and we just listed it down. And we said, you know what? We're going to just start knocking at least one of them, if not two of them, and turn that into a program. As, as In other words, business as usual, because that is the problem we always had, is that we'd come up with an initiative, we'll do it because you know we're excited about it, and then it dies out, right? Mm-hmm. How many times has that happened to you, right, in, yeah. in, you know, in August? Because we just get fired up, and then we get caught up, squirrel! And then we yeah. <laughs> in the other direction very quickly. So we wanted to make sure that this doesn't become one of those things. We, we don't fall prey to our own way of doing things. So we wanted to make sure that we're going to knock one of these things down in such a way 
that it becomes a program as opposed to dependent on us. As I love it. I love it. And so making it a program, obviously, you know, someone's got to own that program. So is this done by a committee or a team or do you have one person making sure that bringing a customer to the office, you know, happens? How did you guys structure that? Well, so, so far, what we have done, and we've started really since December, so this is literally in the early innings, but we're so excited because the things that have happened as a result of that, I, you know, it's, it's just been phenomenal. Just the energy in the office, the list of com- people that I'm having, all of a sudden having conversations with, it's just beyond, beyond belief, right? So I originally said, hey, I'm going to own this to bring customers in the office, find out who the right customers are. So I started working with the customer success team to figure out who are the customers that they believe. And then also on my own, trying to just understand based on G2 crowd, based on all the other social out there, like who are the people who are actually being evangelists who are would be more than happy to be, but we are not even giving them the opportunity. And to my surprise, James, and I think this might be for to almost everyone's surprise who is listening to this, is that there are more customers of yours that would want to get the flag of your company out there in the world that you can imagine. Mm. There are more customers that you have today in, in your customer base today that would love nothing more than to share how amazing your company is, but they just are not getting the opportunity. We're just not making it easy for them. So so I, I started to own the program and slowly we're kind of transferring it to Sydney who runs the business operations, again, to make it as business as usual. Yep. I love it. So do you want to dive into some of the details of this program that you think will be helpful for listeners to understand? Yeah, sure, man. So I will just you know, outline the one program that I feel every company should have uh, because we're seeing so so much benefit in it. So in some ways, we're just giving up or giving out something that I feel is going to be tremendously powerful and useful in your organization. By far, may, maybe, and I might just go off the limb here, maybe the only thing, if you did as an organization, that would truly change the way your entire company understands who your customer or customers are and what you need to do for them. So, for example, we started with this idea that every four to six weeks, you're going to try to bring in a customer in the office, physically, in flesh, not just on podcast, but in flesh, and actually have them sit in the office, have them then not only be here, but really treat them as royalties, which means we're going to fly them in. We're going to go to dinner with them. Not not in a huge group, but literally five to six people from cross-functional teams. So we get to know them in person. They get to know us as people. And we really have a nice dinner talking about all kinds of different things. The very next day, we have them come and be part of our product idea, ideation process. So they get to see what our future looks like. They get to input into what that might mean for them and how they would want our product or platform to go. We get to show them and kind of uncover new ideas with them sitting in that meeting. And with the two or three sessions that we've already had, we've already seen customers that already were big fans of us say that we had no idea you did this. We had no idea you could uh, do this too. Can you do that too? And they are mind blown. So that's that two hour product session of product roadmap where we open up everything and, and it's just open conversation, not trying to sell them anything. Powerful, very powerful. The head of product is in there. There are a couple of people from customer success and sales are there. So everybody gets to hear in the words of the customer, what they like, what they don't like. And imagine when they go out and tell to their teams, right? So, so that energy is, is insane. 
Then we take them and have them do our all hands, which is the entire company comes together and we get they get to listen to this person. It's not like having them do a presentation. It's a Q&A. So literally no prep required from our customer. And it's just a Q&A for us to ask them questions, for them to share their journey. So everybody in the company, and this is why I said this might be the single greatest idea we implemented in 2019. Everybody in the company, even the engineers, even the operations, the special ops people, even the, the people who are doing maybe ad ops or, or the interns in your company, the executives in the company, all now know what your customer looks like, thinks like, speaks like, the words they use, what matters to them, yeah. who they are as a person. Like It is so amazing. And it's all recorded so people can listen to it and, and, and all that stuff, right? Not only that, so now we just have the, we have them in the product. We have treated them as royalty. We have got them in front of the entire company. Now we're out. Actually, they're like, "Hey, do you want to do a video?" Yeah, of course. So we're doing a case study video right there in our office, and they're again super hyped up, excited about what they saw. So that case study video really, and we just of course a story video. So they are open to sharing any and everything. And man, that that. That obviously gives our marketing team and sales team so much more content just out of this idea of bringing one of your best customers in your office for a day. Your entire executive team, an entire leadership team, the entire company is on the same page. I love it. I love it. That It's almost like you're celebritizing your... Yes. Your customers. Uh, and, and I love that. Obviously, there's, there's benefit, there's tangible, immediate benefit in, in the fact that you're getting case studies out of it. But having them kind of critique the product, give you critical feedback on the product, see what's coming down the pipe, what's what you guys are working on in terms of, in terms of the product and, and the features that you're going to be rolling out, introducing them to the team. I think just having the team see a visual of the person that they're building the product for, I would imagine it motivates them more to oh. build better product, to to market better because they're seeing you know these people on a consistent basis in their office. They know exactly who they're building for. They see how they they are. They they know how they talk. They know what matters to them. And so I I love this man. I think this is really really next level, and I think it's super brilliant. Yeah, and, and I don't think James, this is like a new idea, right? And I you know I feel very cliched when I'm. I'm talking about this because I feel like, why did we do that from day one, right? And in many ways, I feel like we're having these type of conversations. Like, uh, of course, I am and others are in your organization. But we forget, to your point, the engineer who's actually building something, he probably has never met them because he has never been to an event that marketing people go to. So how does he or she know, how does the person we sell to that we're building for looks like or cares about? Like, you know, in December, we had a Daniel Day from Snowflake. He came in and shared the fact that he has, and they, I mean, people, if you don't know Snowflake, you guys should check it out. They are growing faster than even when Salesforce was growing. And one of the things that they're targeting for by 2020 is to be a billion-dollar company, which is crazy, right? So they're in a very high, fast growth company. And what he said was, was amazing for everybody. People were talking about them that for weeks after that, right? And we use that as something in our weekly email that we send to the company as a quote. He said, hey, look, you have, as, a, as, as an organization, you have changed my life. That's what he said, right? And, wow. and, and <laughs> That's impressive. Right? I mean, he didn't talk about just software. And like, he said, you have changed my life because now I don't worry about getting a job. I know I'm really good at this thing now. 
I know that you guys, I would have been a just a simple demand gen marketer down the dozen. I'm one of the rarest person out there right now because I can do ABM at scale and you have enabled me to do it. You have put me on a pedestal, not only here, but at other conferences. You have changed my life. How powerful is that for your entire organization to hear and have a sense of purpose for what they build and what they do, what they market, what they sell? Yeah, I love it. This is fantastic. I love that you shared so many of the details from this program, Sangram. This is tremendously valuable to me. I know it's incredibly valuable to to listeners as well. Is there anything else you wanted to cover around this program before we shut it down today? Well, I mean, one of the challenges that we can uh, we can share with everybody is that in this whole process, I think uh, you know, people, you and I, I know you and I are big Donald Miller fans and listened to his uh, podcast, has read his book, uh, an incredible book, we, you know, behind the story graph, story brand. I think uh, a building of a story brand. I think that's the name of the book, and and he insists on the idea, which I think is again super brilliant, that become a guy, not a hero. And when you, as a company, a lot of times we have this internal conversation, we are in our own bubble and we're like, man, we are the leaders of this thing. We're the leaders of that thing. And your customer doesn't say that. Like, I think many of the people in the company who are not maybe vocal might not believe you, right? And, yeah. and clearly would have a sense of like, man, that just, you know, just talk about yourself. But when your customer who actually is doing it and he or she is the hero, and you become the guide by changing their life. I think now you're onto something and you have just energized the entire organization without saying. So the big challenge for everybody is become a guide and, yeah. and make your customers truly the hero, both inside the organization and outside the organization. I love it. Sangram, again, this is always incredible. To you, the listener, we are so, so grateful for your attention. We know that there are a ton of different ways that you could be spending the time in your car, the time at the gym. We're incredibly grateful that you are spending your time with us. If you have not already left a review on this podcast, make sure it just it's real easy in the Apple Podcast Player now to go in, just go to the show, scroll a little bit, and you'll see right there where you can leave a review. Leave a review. Those reviews help us a ton. But thank you, thank you so much for. Uh, consuming this content and and for for hanging out with us. Absolutely. And remember, without a community, you're simply a commodity. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.